When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Chris Canty in for Key. Good morning, guys. Yo, yo, what's happening, Max? What's happening, Jay? Ask Jay. What's going on location? I can't see out there. I can't see. I'm blind. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm here. But I'm here. And I saw the game last night, and that's all that matters, boys. We're here. So, uh, speaking of the game last night, I mean, basically, UConn went unchallenged the entire tournament. Well, it got touch and go there for a minute. I mean, you're talking about San Diego State going on a 14-4 run starting at the nine-minute mark in the second half. Like, they made it interesting. They cut it to five, Five. and UConn on the season is 0-4 when games are decided by five points or less. So it it got interesting. Think of the reach there. At one point in the game in the first half, it got to a score. It got interesting, Max. It got interesting. In the second half, Max, in the second half. Second yeah. half. Oh, yeah. Second yeah. half. Right, Second right, half. Right, it got, right, it got yeah. interesting. I'll put it to you that way. But, I mean, UConn so, has been dominant all tournament wrong. They have a plus 120 point differential throughout the tournament in six games. That is incredible. Yeah. Chris, did you just say all tournament wrong? Or all I said all long? tournament long. Oh, I thought you said all tournament wrong. I mean, Jay, I know it was a late <laughs> night for you. It's an early morning for you. Hey, I get all, all of that thing. You're, you're hearing things you that clarity. you want to hear. I'm asking you for clarity. Am no, I, I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to clarify we'll for see. you. <laughs> I'm trying to clarify for you. They covered I mean, you, every spread. You, UConn is just a dominant team, man. And, and Chris, we were, we were on the show yesterday talking about how we were both taking the cover that spread mm-hmm. at seven, you know, seven, uh, just because I, I thought they had way too much size. I mean, look, when, you, when San Diego State – the question was always, can they score enough in the first half? And when you miss 14 consecutive shots, you're getting shots beat at the rim by Sonogo and Klingon and those boys. You know, being there, the size that those guys have, that, that's an NBA front line. And not a lot of college teams play two bigs the way Dan Hurley plays. And for me last night, just watching them win it, watching Bob Hurley Sr. in the stands, um, who understanding their relationship that he has with Dan Hurley, Bob Hurley Sr., uh, Hall of Fame coach, Coach St. Anthony's in Jersey City, uh, New Jersey, a, a prestige high school basketball powerhouse back in the day. And and knowing that Dan has always been the, the third man in that family, right? It was mm. it always started, Chris, with Bob Hurley Sr. as being the guy, and then his two sons and their sister being raised in Jersey City in a predominantly black urban area, right? And yep. then Bob Hurley rises you know, to being a two-time national champion, back-to-back champion, going through his injury that he had at Sacramento, and then Dan playing at Rutgers, not really making it at Rutgers, you know, being a, a coach at multiple places, St. Benedict's in Newark, New Jersey, going to, to Wagner. Uh, you know, I dated a girl from Wagner for a long time, so I had a relationship with him. And just watching him rise up through the ashes like this, man, it was, it was just incredible to see him actually become the guy in the family, not the third guy you talk about in the Hurley family last night. Yeah, Jay, it kind of reminds you of the Harbaugh family, right? You had Jack Harbaugh, who's a legendary coach in college football, and then you had Jim, who was the all-everything at Michigan, and then went on to have success in the National Football League, and then it was John 
who was somewhat of an afterthought until he won a Super Bowl in 2012 with the Baltimore Ravens. So I, I get what you're talking about in terms of the family dynamic, but Dan Hurley is here, guys. Like, I mean, yeah. this is a guy that's worked his way up through the ranks, whether you're talking about high school level coaching, being at a mid-major in URI, and now in his second year in UConn being able to have success at the highest level. Like, to me, that is very, very impressive in terms of how he put this team together. And let's not forget, there was a stretch in December or January where they lost six of eight games in the Big East. Like, the fact that they were able to be, bounce back from that type of adversity – and still not waver in terms of who they are, their identity, and their ability to compete at the highest level, to me, that is reflective of coaching. So, in the end, UConn beats San Diego State 76-59. That's the school's fifth national title. Hmm. That's They're the fifth team, the Huskies are, since the bracket expanded in 1985 to win all six NCAA tournament games by double digits. They covered every spread, as I mentioned. What is it, Chris? Good, good teams win, great teams cover. Great teams cover on go. the way to the championship. And I get that the competition's not the same at the yeah. college level because it's getting you know, siphoned off by, obviously, the pros at an early and earlier age. And mm-hmm. if it's not the NBA, it's overseas. But this has got to be, when you think about the all-time dominant teams, you can only play who's there. It's hard to do more than they did. I, I'm not calling them all-time dominant. Okay, but nice. in their era, they they did in their era what the best teams what, throughout history have done in their era. Yeah, well, define era. Like, you know, are you talking about last year? Like, it's last year's Final Four in this era? Because I, I'm not sure they would have won last year. No, no, no. I'm saying that in this era of, even if you want to argue, well, it's not the same, right? But still, you can only play who's there. And if you're beating every team by double digits, if you're covering every spread and you go on to win the chip, how, how many teams have done it? Well, there are five to win by double digits in every game since 85, since it expanded. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think I was one of those teams, Max. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. <laughs> this is a humble brag there on the back. Like, and it's not that, look, I, I think UConn is an incredible team. They hit their stride. Uh, but I'm not going to sit up here today from understanding college basketball and being in it for as long as they did to call them one of the most dominant teams. Like, this is a team that had a tough stretch. I think defensively they are a great team, um, and they won a championship. It takes nothing away from them. I'm just not putting them as the, one of the all-time yeah. greats team uh, winning that's right. championships. That's right. That's, but in that's the okay. Tournament. It's not a knock on them. No, I agree with that. But in the day, they had one of the great dominant tournaments. Yeah. I, I will that- say this. I, I – I am, as a kid from the Northeast, New Jersey, to me, like, I had a nostalgic moment last night because, like, you know, look, I had a weird feeling, just to be frank, about UConn. Um, Kevin Ali is a really good friend of mine. Mm. He was a mentor of mine when he played in Milwaukee, when I played in Chicago. Uh, I used to go to chapel with him, Chris Canty. Mm. Uh, we would talk all the time. So, and, he, and he's one of only three black head coaches to ever win a national championship. Yeah. In college basketball, right? You got him, you got Nolan Richardson at Arkansas, and you got John Thompson at Georgetown. And the way things went down with him at UConn left a weird taste in my mouth. Uh, he actually completed a lawsuit um, nine years ago. Uh, he won a championship. He got his salary for $14 million. Uh, there was a lot of changes with the school going into the AAC, which I didn't really agree about. It was more about them chasing the football money. But them coming back to the Big East now and representing, and think about the dominance that the Big East has had. You got Bill Nova winning it with Jay Wright. Now the move that they made with Jim Calhoun, mm. bringing in Dan Hurley, which I love Dan. I thought he was the right move. 
Think about what's happening with Georgetown. You have Ed Cooley coming back to Georgetown to revive Georgetown. Think about what's happening with St. John's. Rick Pitino coming back to the city. He was already here with Iona, but to come back and now represent the Big East to Big East with their TV contract coming up in a year, guys. Ooh. Um, you talk about timing now. Yes, it, sir. This is a big move for a power conference. Big move. So, meantime, we've been talking a lot about Dan Hurley, UConn head coach at the post-game press. This is on bringing another, this is the fifth national championship, but the first in a long time. And uh, what is it now? 36? No, I'm not. Yes, 37. I'm not that old. 37 years. I'm bringing another national championship to 27 years, to UConn. I'm just mostly proud of the way that we've done it and with the type of people that we've done it, the way we, you know, recruit young players, develop young players. Um, you know, we, we do it without cheating. We do it without, uh, without lying. Um, you know, it's, it's truly been building a program and a culture. Um, you know, I'm, I'm lucky. I have the best coaching staff in the country that attracts these incredible, you know, types of players. Jay, what do you think? I mean, I, I I'm a huge fan of Dan. I, like I said before, I, I, um, his style is not going to be for everybody. In an age in which kids don't like to be told no, with the rate that's happening with the transfer portal. Um, with the way coaches are recruiting kids off other people's rosters while they're playing, it is the wild, wild west society that we live in right now with college basketball. And Dan Hurley is direct. He's in your face. You saw it last night with three minutes left to go in the game. They were up double digits, and he still had this scowl on his face. You're like, damn, man, you guys are up double digits. You're going (laughs) to win it. But he doesn't turn that spigot off, Chris. It stays on all the time. And that's not for everybody. But it would be for my son, Zane, if he makes it to that level. Because I want somebody to hold my son accountable Mm. day to day. And that's what he does with these young men day to day for UConn. Yeah, Jay, when you talk about college basketball, that's one of the things that you harp on is just accountability with these players and the lack thereof based on the transfer portal and the influence of NIL money. Guys are jumping to different schools in order to find the best situation that they perceive for them, but I, I would, I would, I, I guess I look at what Dan Hurley is trying to put together from a culture standpoint and say it lends itself to being able to have a certain degree of continuity because you're only going after a certain kid. And mm-hmm. Seth Greenberg made the point last night after the game, and he said very few programs have the success in recruiting the geographical footprint like UConn. Look at all of the guys that play integral roles on that team last night. They're all from the New England area. I mean, and I guess you go as far down as D.C., but, I mean, it's impressive to see how they're able to find guys within their area that fit what Dan Hurley wants to do, and they're able to keep those guys in school. And, sure, you go in the transfer portal and you pluck a guy here and there like they did with uh, with Tristan, and, and you, you roll with that. But I, I think it's a situation where you have the continuity that continues to perpetuate the culture that leads itself to success. And that's exactly what Dan Hurley is building at UConn. This ain't the last time we're seeing them in the Final Four stage. Oh, I can no. promise you that. Oh, no. And, and, Max, I will say this. As much as I enjoy watching the game last night because I'm a, I'm a basketball purist, man, it, it was a hard watch. It was a really hard <laughs> watch. to be. I, I always keep it a buck with everybody on the show. And I found myself multiple times watching the men's game being like, I wish I was seeing round two of Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark. <laughs> yeah, right, man. I really do. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Sorry, just is what it is. 
Apparently, Jill Biden does, too. We're going to get to that oh. later. Oh. Um, everybody gets a trophy. Every, yeah, right. Now, everybody. First time ever, everyone gets a trophy. But hold on a second. If UConn is here to stay, that you think this is not the last time we see them maybe chip up in the Dan Hurley era, right? Yeah. Well, they're at five already. So now, this leads to the question. Is it over? Is, are they a blue blood now? Can we stop? Or, or, or not yet? And if they are a blue blood... Who's on your Mount Rushmore of blue bloods, right? Who are the bluest of the bloods? You got to pick four. So someone's got a couple teams going to have to get left off, Jay. I want to hear that from you. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus... Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. By the way, you get to work wherever you're going. You're like, ah. It's called a driveway moment. I wanted to hear this. The Mount Rushmore Blue Bloods, who they're Mm -hmm. leaving off, whatever it is. I got to go into it. Right? No problem. Go to the ESPN app. It's probably already on your phone. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of of the app. You scroll down to live radio. We're portable. You take us right in with you. Now, Jay. Yep. Did I mention we're presented by Progressive Insurance? Yes, you did. So here's the question (laughs) before we get to your list. Does this national championship now cement UConn as a blue blood? Were they all? Was UConn already a blue blood? What do you think about that, Jay? Yeah, man. I mean, they they've won five chips since the year nineteen ninety nine. Mm. So, I mean, blue bloods to me mean there's a sustainability of success. There's a relevancy factor, um, and I think UConn for the last couple of years has been relevant since Dan Hurley has rejuvenated this team. So. When I look at their teams with Khalid Alamine back in the day in 99, they beat that powerhouse Duke team. I look at that team with Kimba Walker where he went on that incredible run during the Big East uh, tournament. I forget the kid from, from Pitt. He just made fall down the ground. He hit that, that buzzer beater during the run, and it kind of set up their run during the tournament. Um, I look at the success that they've had over the years. There's no question they're a blue blood. They're one of the most relevant teams in the Big East. By the way, earlier. In Earlier, I said 27 years. I got my wires. It's 99. Nine, nine, so I nine, went to UCLA. Yeah. They just won it with Kevin Alley, nine years. Right, not, right. I went to UCLA, which mm-hmm. was 95, so it's 24 years. Yeah, players mess up, Max. It's okay. Not me. It. It's the first you, mistake you I've ever you made play, in my play, life. Players mess up. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. So, all right. So, here's the question now, Jay. Do you agree with that, by the way? Connecticut Max, already a blue night longer. Yeah, yeah they, I mean, long. they've won three national titles <laughs> since 2011, and it's been three different head coaches. They're a blue blood program. Something about no matter blue who's blood, at though, the helm. Something about blue blood, you have to have some history doing it, too. You know what I mean? 
Like, is that enough? I, I the guess last that they've 30 years, they got the pretty damn good years. history. But do you understand what back, I'm saying? Max? You understand you what I'm saying? 100 years? In, in my mind, you need history, but you don't want it to be too long ago and nothing recent. Yeah. You, you also need recent success, but you don't want all the success to be recent, to be a blue blood. You kind of need a little bit of, to, in my mind, I think you need a little bit of both. Um, Jim Calhoun, by the way, three-time hmm. national champion head coach, is going to join us at 9.05. Uh, Eastern this morning. It's interesting so, that you bring up that point, though, Max. You're talking about not all of your success being recent and wanting to have a storied past. And I hate to do this, but just drawing a parallel to the NFL, mm-hmm. the New England Patriots, all of their success from a franchise standpoint happened in the from the early 2000s when Belichick was there till now. I mean, they're still considered one of the flagship franchises of the National Football League. If you look at their history before the 2000s, it's ugly. They but were on we, the wrong we, side we, of a whooping in the they, Super Bowl against the they, greatest team ever. They yeah. would be the equivalent of a blue blood NFL franchise. So, I mean, I, I don't know how far back you actually have to go. I think when well, it I think comes you're starting to, to pin it down, right? I think when you come to years? college basketball, 20, 30 years yeah. is about the time frame that you can use to judge whether or not a program is upper echelon in comparison to the rest of the college basketball landscape. And there's no doubt that UConn fits that bill. And then you got to factor in the women, too. Like, what they did just elevates oh, the yeah. whole thing in your mind. The oh, institution yeah. itself is yeah. college. Okay. So, Jay, Mount Rushmore, what I loved about the Mount Rushmore craze, which kind of faded, but we're going to bring it back a little bit, is it's really an exercise in exclusion, right? In editing. You have to exclude some names here. Who is on your Mount Rushmore of college basketball blue bloods? Jay, you got to pick four. Who's on? All right, all right, Shannon, bear with me because I know I gave you four, but I'm changing it up because I I had to. So remix. Here we go. Wait, uh, how? What? Hold on. My basketball blue bloods. Yeah, I can change hey, things hey, up. Flag Pat. on the play. <laughs> Hold well, on welcome here. to life, Pat. Mount Rushmore's welcome to when only you four. Think you have it one way, and then you know what? You decide to turn right and go a different way in life. How many presidents Hello are on world. Mount Rushmore? What? Four. Okay. But he just keeps changing the face. What are you talking about? I still have four. I'm just changing who the face is. It's okay. Everybody, take a chill pill. Here we go. We got. North Carolina, we have Kansas, we have UConn, and we have Duke. There you go. On my, on my blue blood list. There you go. Uh, the Mount Rushmore blue bloods. Now, look, I, I have, very similar to Elon Musk, um, UCLA has not paid their $8 for their blue check. <laughs> so I am removing them because, look, with the exception of 1995, which was 20. 20 plus years ago, Max, like we said, like right around that cutoff date before that. I mean, their last one was close to 50 years ago, or mm. 45 years, 1975. Mm. So, I mean, they, they had this incredible run, 64, 65, 67, 68, 69, 70, 71, 72, 73, 75. And then one in 95, they haven't won one in the 2000s. And that program, I just feel like has been lost for a while. Now, Mick Cronin is doing a really good job. Steve Lavin, some guys have done good jobs. Ben Howland's done a good job getting them there, but they haven't won one in a very long time, so sorry, I'm kind of taking you off the list. I mean, even Kentucky, they got one. I'm like, okay, but it, it feels like they struggle. Where I look at Duke, Duke has had five. I mean, they've had 2000. I mean, we have three in the year 2000, 2001. We got one 2015, 2010, 92, 93. Yeah, you can't Duke argue Con- against Duke. Duke's on. Yeah, I mean, Coach K, yeah. greatest coach of all time, him right there uh, alongside with UCLA. I, I get that. Um, you have UConn, 99, 2004, 2011, 2014, 2023. You have North Carolina, 2005, 2009, 2017. Mm. And then you have Kansas, 2008, 2022. Yeah. You tell me. 
No, you're right, I, Jay. Yeah. I, I think the criteria me. is multiple championships in the 2000s. If you got that, you're probably a blue blood program. You're and then you look at Kansas's blood. case, even though they don't have as many as Duke, UNC, and UConn in the 2000s, what? look at the conference titles that they've won. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is it, 18 straight years? I mean, it's ridiculous. Where you're talking about them dominant. having a share of the Big 12 title? I mean, it's ridiculous the level of consistency that Bill Self has been able to have out there. So, yeah, Jay, I think you nailed it on the head with this one. I, I think this is the Mount Rushmore of college basketball blue blood programs. So what? That's it. I mean, so the where U- we are today, there's a lot the of UCLA, different answers, but this is the right answer. The UCLA question, and we can keep talking about it. And people want to talk about this 2888 say ESPN 729 3776, Mount Rushmore of college blue bloods. Who's on? Who's off? The UCLA question seems to me to be similar. I'm not saying, oh, it's exactly the same, but similar to things that the Celtics and Yankees have gone through. More than the, like, you know, you brought up the Patriots to show an example of 20 years you can become a quote unquote blue blood. Yeah. But the Yankees and Celtics had by far the greatest histories, like by far. Mm-hmm. Now, the Celtics at a certain point is like, okay, but what have you done? And they got that chip with the big three. Yeah. That was important, and they got back to a final. That's important to yep. keep that going. Yankees, too, hit a dry spot from the, the mid-60s. until <laughs> at, Well, first until the mid-70s, and, they, and then from the 80s, it got, they had to do it again in the they, mid-90s. They had to bring in Stick Michael, yeah. Or they become just kind of a generic big market team. Mm-hmm. So I hear you on UCLA, but Damn, their level of dominance once upon a time was oh, so much. And then they, 50 years ago. They, they 50 did years get ago, one in the last 30 years, maybe maybe 30 years as I'm saying it is too. All right, look, we're going to get Sandy into this. was the last one, 95, man, that coach yeah. to coach play. Yeah, 28 It's a long time ago, boss. 888-SAY-ESPN. Who's on your Mount Rushmore of college basketball, Blue Bloods, KJM? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around. Different stressors, I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. 
Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Who is on your Mount Rushmore of college basketball? Blue Bloods, Jay, you got to pick four. North Carolina, Kansas, UConn, Duke. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, who's on your Mount Rushmore of college basketball? Blue Bloods. Jay, you heard with Kansas, me, Duke, UNC, and UConn. No UCLA, most titles ever, 11, nope. but hasn't won one now in 28 years. No nope. Kentucky. Eight how chips. Many, how many has Kentucky won in the last 20 years? One. Okay. 2012. But all right, okay. that's without none. Yeah, that's okay, true. one. How many? Bill Nova has, I mean, Bill Nova has two. 16 and 18. That's mm-hmm. true. They've been better recently. I mean, I, well, Can- they won more Kansas just won it last year, and Kansas has too. But I give an edge to Kansas because of their conference dominance of the Big 12. Like, winning it for it. as many years as they've won it. I mean, that's been sustainability at the highest level. And I can't tell you from somebody who's been in ba- basketball, college basketball, specifically since 2007. You know how many years I've heard Big 12 being the best conference? It's like every uh, Big 12, best conference. Big 12, I'm like, all right. This team keeps winning the best conference. I'm going to give them credit for it. Maybe if you had done something in college basketball, Jay, if I associated <laughs> you somehow with college basketball, yeah. but I don't, I don't, I just don't see it. Dennis in South Carolina, you're on KJM ESPN Radio. Chris Canty in for key today. Hey, good morning, fellas. Hey, I, I just got one question. You know, I guess we can debate all day about the top four here, but I guess my only question is, why are you removing – what president would you remove off Mount Rushmore if you say you can't uh, go back in time and, and count what UCLA did earlier in <laughs> life there? Yeah, that's a valid question. I'm just giving my new update. It's like, you know, uh, it, it's like <laughs> Max almost went down a path. Praise the Lord that I don't go down a path. But there's, <laughs> I'm, gl- there, I'm glad there, you there, didn't. I'm there's glad you didn't, things, <laughs> There's certain things, Chris Canty, that I look at him like, eh. Yeah, I'm not sure I want exactly. that on the Mount today. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Upon you know, further review, yes. when we look at it, are you sure? Oh, the Lord, help Certain me, things help should be me. celebrated. But no, no, you're, Jay, Jay, you're right. We got to confine this to the last two or three decades, right? Because yes. if you're going back any further than that, then you're, then you're losing the conversation a little bit because of the relevance of the program, right? That matters when it comes to recruiting and being able to have sustained success, especially in this era of college basketball. So with all respect to what John Wooden did, I think the greatest coach of all time, regardless of sport, you can't live off of, you can't win championships off of last year's, um, yesteryear's wins. And so I think that's the thing that UCLA has kind of fallen into. And and that's why it's hard to consider them for that conversation with the list. It's it's also, it's tough to argue against John Wooden. You look at the record, you look, but, but it is fair to say, just like when you look at Bill Russell or Wilt Chamberlain, the league, you don't discount it to nothing. They're among the greatest players ever, but you do take a little discount compared to players who played in the modern era because, simply put, the competition was not the same back then, right? So Wooden was – it was easier to win yeah, in Wooden's he, era he than Coach yeah, K's man, era. He had some yeah. dudes, Max. He had Bill – I mean, look, the dominance that he had – That's what I'm saying, though, Jay. 64 to 75. I, I, yeah, it's ridiculous. Bill, yeah, Bill but Wall I think – and company, I mean – I've heard people call Bill Walton the greatest basketball player to ever play yeah, basketball. Yeah, 100%. But I'm saying you have someone like that back then. There wasn't a lot to go against it compared to – look, Jay, what Coach K did, and you were a part of that, in that era, if you get five, that's much harder than yeah. getting five, let's say. And I know Wooden got more than five. 
when Wooden did it. That's are, what I'm are saying. Are you sure, though? I mean, context yeah, matters. Right. Think about the history and the era that John Wooden was winning championships in. It had its own unique challenges. It wasn't easy. I mean, the yeah, 60s I'm, and the 70s, come on now. CC. Uh, think about what was John, going on in the world I'm, back then. It's I'm not just easy talking to about keep, the it's not, but, but I, I'm just saying, but it's not easy to keep the focus on the team and the business of trying to compete at the highest level because players are being pulled in all kinds of directions when you think about what sure. was going on back then. That's why so I I'm just say, saying, let's not discount that part of it. CC, John Wooden had NIL before NIL, baby. <laughs> hey, that, hey, I ain't going to argue that now. I ain't going to argue that. All time most that. legendary stories you will ever hear. <laughs> this has always been the way it is. But I, I, I give, like, this, this takes nothing away. From John Wooden being the greatest coach to ever coach college basketball. If you want to put Coach K in that category, fine. Like I would because I coached by him, but like what he's been able to accomplish has been unprecedented. I'm just looking at the last 40 years and I'm saying, okay, like if we're updating this, like if there was a list 45 years ago, no problem. But if we're updating this list, what does the 2023 version of this list and relevancy? have to do with what happened 45, 50 years ago. That's Jaden in Orlando. You're on KJM ESPN Radio. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's going on, guys? Uh, Jay Will, I do want to know, I want to get your opinion on where the Zags sit on your list. Um, I know that they haven't been able to get over that hump, but in, what, 2016, 2017, they went to the Final Four. Uh, they went back in 21, lost to Baylor. Yeah, I feel like they uh, they fit the bill, and they can make it, or they're on their way to make it. But that's all I yeah, got. The, the, yeah, I, I hear you. I mean, look, first off, I think what? the Zags are a blue blood. What? I said this the other day. What? They, they've dominated their conference. They got into national championships. But, like, I'm not going to have them. I can't have them anywhere close to the Mount Rushmore because they haven't won a chip. Like, and I, like their, their teams I have closer, like Florida, when they went back-to-back, like, they're closer to the Mount Rushmore than Gonzaga is. Like, you know, I, so I, I can't really – because you have to win a chip to at least get close on this list, and they've been there. Just haven't been able to get over the hump, man. Adam in Virginia, you're on KJM. Hey, good morning. Uh, first, I want to say uh, good morning, Brother Craig, to Jay, because kind of looked like Ice Cube from Friday. But anyway, um, I think the Blue Bloods of 20, 2000 and beyond, maybe 90s and beyond, are – different than the ones from 90s and before that. So it's kind of hard to be able to qualify them all. But if you're going to go 90s and beyond, it would probably be Duke, North Carolina, Kansas. And you probably have to throw UConn or Villanova in there. But if um, before that, you probably want to do like Indiana, right? UCLA, yeah. Kentucky, teams like that. Because, I mean, Kentucky's been a little bit more relevant than those other two, but overall, I would say they haven't had the success that some of these other programs that I've mentioned before have had. That, that's, I think that's a great way to do it, Jay. Like, I, I think going back to the NFL, you look for parallels. And I mentioned this, the, the Celtics and the NBA, the Yankees in baseball. They had to have renaissance, renaissances after it had sure. kind of died down. Yeah. Pittsburgh hey, look, Steelers. Matt. Pittsburgh Steelers were the team when I was good. They win four Super Bowls. But if they don't get a couple more, <laughs> well, what's up? You dating yourself, dog? Because yeah, that was a I, long damn no, time let ago. Let me tell you something. When I was a kid, <laughs> Steel Curtain. That was a long time a long, ago, cuz. But, but I was a little kid. But let me tell you something. Me, me and Joe Green on the Great Space Coasters. It, you had two out of market choices back then: yeah. Cowboys or Steelers. Right? Mm-hmm. If yep. you didn't have a soul, you rooted for the Cowboys. Uh, the rest of us rooted for the Steelers. Yeah. The point is. 
the Steelers, if they didn't get another couple, all of a sudden they belong to the past group. The fact that they revived it means that they're in both groups, means they're in, right? And some of these yeah. other programs haven't really revived Let it. me Max, ask you this question, me, Max. How, how much? Hold on, Chris, let me say this real quick. Go ahead. So uh, when, I, when I do my hits from home, I have my National Player of the Year trophies behind me. When I received the Adolf Rupp Award, mm-hmm. I was like, Adolf Rupp? Let me start doing some research. Right. So when it I started from doing so some long research, ago that people were still naming their kids but, Adolf. But now, not even that, Max. When you start doing some research, there's some reckoning that Kentucky fans have to do with Adolf Oh, Rupp. yeah. Oh, okay? yeah. So, like, I have that award, but I look at it differently. Right. I'm not sure I would have been able to play for Adolf Rupp. <laughs> right. So, like, you know, you look at certain things like, okay, so, like, how do you – we all have biases, things that we factor into – some of our discussion points, right, where you come from, you know, socioeconomic backgrounds and that sort. I just look at that award differently. You can keep weighing in on your Mount Rushmore of college basketball blue bloods. Is, is UConn on? That's five. Is UConn on? Plus, and by the way, and then not to mention what the women have done. Plus, should the Mavericks shut down Luka and Kyrie? KJM. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Hey. Come on. Come on. Hey. Hey. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. And Chris Canty is in for Key today. And Chris, you had an interesting question about Blue Bloods. You care to repeat it? Yeah, so I asked you guys during the break, and it's just my mind got to going when Jay was talking about what makes a program a blue blood, and I wanted to ask, how much do iconic moments in the conference tournaments, NCAA tournament, and iconic players factor into the math? Like guys that have come through your program, but that have gone on to have success in the NBA at the highest level. How much of that is a part of program success and equating them to being blue blood status. Especially when that mm. iconic player had an iconic moment in the tournament. So you mean when, Michael Jordan? When MJ hits was that it shot yeah. and it turns out that that's Michael Jordan, not Jordan. Mike Jordan, but Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. You know yeah. that, yeah. That, yeah. I, I think that's a really good point, Jay. I think that absolutely those indelible impre- those moments in your mind that are seared into your mind, particularly when, look, 
Say whatever you want about Christian Leitner. That was, he went on to, he was on the dream team before he was even a pro and had a nice little career, but also had an incredible tournament, right? Like, yeah, you know, he had that an incredible moment to, in the tournament. And yeah, moment yeah. in the tournament. Yeah, I, I even, you know, the thing that makes this interesting is the school that by far has the most pros is Kentucky, right? I mean, it, by far. I mean, with A.D., Carl Anthony Towns, John Wall, Julius Randle, D. Book, DeMarcus Cousins, Tayshaun Prince, Jamal Murray. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And they have some iconic moments in the tournament with A.D. winning a chip. Mm-hmm. But how do you factor that into one chip in the last 20 Yeah, that almost you know counts I mean? against them in a way. The fact like that you're like, you have uh, an you NBA. Have so many guys. You have NBA, multiple NBA all-star teams yeah. coming out of Kentucky. And then you look and you go, one chip? I don't know if that's for them or against them. Yeah, but this is the era of one and done. So, I mean, it's hard to have that kind of success, especially in a tournament format, when, when you don't have the continuity um, that some of these other programs like UConn and, and, and like Villanova have been able to enjoy. Because you're talking about starters being together for multiple years. So, yeah. I hear you on that. But at the same time, it's like, how can you ignore, you know, when you have those moments and those players that becomes synonymous with the program, right? Like, like you talked about Michael Jordan with Carolina, synonymous with the program. Like that, like that matters. Like Jay Will, the success that he had in college basketball, synonymous with Duke basketball. Grant Hill, you know, all of those players. So I, I'm wondering how much of that matters when we start giving programs blue blood status. I'll give you an example. I mean, I, I know they're a blue blood, but yesterday Reese Davis on game day was talking about you know, his top 10 most clutch plays during the tournament. And he had Chris Jenkins, who obviously made the play here a couple of years ago on that trail three for Villanova. And we were laughing because it was like literally four years before that, people were like, well, you know, Jay Wright has to win one. And all of a sudden the dude wins back to back. And he's in that blue blood conversation for Nova. Like they're right on the outside looking in on my Mount Rushmore. They're like five. So, and then you're talking about one of the most iconic shots in college basketball history. He's still making money off of it today, guys. And Christian Leitner, I mean, just the, the catch against Kentucky in the 2008, um, I, I'm sorry, the, the yeah. was that, forget what year it was, a 92 Elite Eight game, I think it was, because mm-hmm. they won it back-to-back. It's one of the most iconic shots that still gets used today in every promotional material around NCAA tournament. You know, it's funny because when you said Kentucky, I was like, hold on. Let me just look up. The There's so many. Oh, it's, it's ridiculous. Oh, that year, that year they won the ridiculous. chip. They had you so forget, many players. You can't hold them all in your head at the same yeah, time. They, it's they like, had, oh, my God. They had MKG on that MKG, team. MKG, yeah. yeah Jamal Murray, everyone else. It's crazy. What's that, Jay? I'm saying, like, he was the guy that couldn't shoot. Remember he couldn't shoot the rock? It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. D-Book, and you mentioned a lot of you know, Tayshaun Prince back in the day. They yeah. had so many guys. I wonder, I wonder if it counts for or against it. But what you were saying, when you, you say, like, well, can they ever win it? Can they, it that's, like, that's like an NFL quarterback where he's one of the best ever. But even if you're past your prime or even if it's not your best year but you win the Super Bowl, now that validates in people's minds everything that came before. Yeah, like, like Peyton Manning getting that chip at the end of his career in 2015. Yes, oh, but, he are, yes but he already had one. Yeah, but, multiple, of, but, but here's the thing. When we start, I'm thinking of Elway at the end of his what, career. Without taking it too far, Max, you got to have multiple chips to be in that special room Yeah, nowadays you do. Quarterbacks. Now, yeah. Yeah, Tom Brady changed the equation. It yeah, used to be yeah. you just need one. But Elway, I'm thinking of like his whole career – Oh, but he never – then he goes back-to-back when he's not really Elway anymore, but it kind of validates – what if Donovan McNabb had gone back-to-back at the end of his career? 
his entire he would be thought of like someone the way kind of a guy like Elway is thought of like oh my god look at the numbers and look at all the success in championship games he got there and then he won two super yeah but he wasn't even that good when he won that doesn't matter he won the Super Bowls it's like winning a national title no matter what you do in the tournament as a coach or a program once you win the chip then you go back and you look at everything the program's done so what does that do for Dan Hurley then yeah. Now, now yeah. that he's at this point, what is it? His fourth year at what UConn, is, Jay? What does this what do for him in terms of validating him as one of the better coaches in college basketball? I mean, I think there's, I think there's no doubt that he's going to be one of the top. He's, he's a rising star. I mean, he already is a star. Um, I, I did want to ask you, Chris, because you, you, you played at a school that I think is really – it's I'm not conflicted by it because I still think he's one of the best college coaches in the game. But when you look at the overall body of work – like you start looking at, you know, everything that happened at UVA mm-hmm. with them getting bounced early multiple times, but they still <laughs> won a championship, right? But it's like, yeah. how do how do you look at Tony Bennett overall? No, I look at Tony Bennett as a coach that's very similar to Dan Hurley in the sense that you're only going to get a certain kind of kid that goes to school there, just because of the style of play, the pack line defense. It's not going to be an exciting brand of ball. Like Virginia is content playing games in the 40s and 50s. That's not attractive yeah. for today's generation of athletes. So I, I just I, I don't I don't necessarily know that they'll be able to have the sustained success, but they'll have moments where you have guys that have been in the program three or four years, in Kihei Clark's case, six years, it seems like. <laughs> um, but you'll have times like that when you get those those classes that have been together for a long time that can make a deep run into the postseason. Yeah, it's like it's almost the way Max I look at Matt Painter. I mean they don't have a chip for him to kind of hang his hat on like Tony Bennett does. But you're like, all right, like you got Big Ten, I hear you, but it's like multiple early exits, like yeah. especially over the last seven years. Like the recency bias in this stuff is, is pretty legit. All right. You heard from Jay Will about his Mount Rushmore. Let's go over it again one more time, Jay. Who's on? Because Kentucky and UCLA are off. Your Mount Rushmore of Blue Bloods in college basketball. So we had Kansas, we had UConn, we had Duke. And we had North Carolina. Was UConn on before this? No, or did it take this to put them on the Mount Rushmore? Yeah, they were they were pretty pretty darn close, man. Yeah. I mean, four chips since ninety nine. Pretty a damn lot close. Of chips. <laughs> a lot, a of, lot chips, of chips. Man. <laughs> but were they on your Mount Rushmore before last night? It doesn't matter. We're focused on today. Why? Why does it not matter? I'm asking. Right is that the thing Let's that put them over right the top? Now. No. I mean, think about no, it. They have more there. championships than either UNC or Duke since 99. Like, I mean, they've got five. Those two programs combined have six. That helps frame it for you in terms of how good UConn has been. Here are the Blue Bloods. Most NCAA Division One titles. We're showing it on ESPN2 yeah. right now. UCLA 11. Kentucky's got eight. And that's really the – that's really the uh, – those are the two powerhouses who are not on the list where people are going to go, really? Yeah. But Jay says heavy recency bias here. Does San Diego State's run prove why NC- the NCAA should expand the tournament field? KJM. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.